up, everybody? Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast, where we take your mind a mile higher. Today's episode 77, and we are talking about the Kennedy family curse, oh, because yeah. unfortunately, there's been another breaking news story yeah, when it family. comes to yeah. the Kennedys. Yeah. So we thought, what a better you know, episode. Obviously, it's a tragic loss for them, but mm-hmm. you know, what better episode than to dive into the history of this family mm-hmm. that has so much just yeah. crazy shit that's happened to them and loss. It's insane. Yeah. So because a lot of people don't know about this, actually. I mean, I think they know, but they don't quite know the extent of the entire idea behind the Kennedy curse right. or just I mean, it may not necessarily even be a curse. We're going to explore everything. Yeah, today. we're going to debate both and look at all the different sides of it because mm-hmm. there's yeah, you can go way, way, way back to um, to some other really dark stuff, um, which we'll talk about towards the end. But yeah, yeah. It, it'll probably uh, definitely leave you wondering more about you know not only the elite families but the the kennedy family and definitely specifically so super interesting the kennedys are always interesting to talk about um but before we get into it we'd like to thank our sponsors for today that is zebit native hello fresh raycon and embark yeah thank you guys for uh sponsoring our show we really appreciate it but the first uh, news topic I got for you guys this week is this is kind of interesting, but there was a NASA plane. So if you didn't know, NASA has, you know, research aircraft that they fly around um, doing various different things. A lot of times we have no idea what they're doing. And in this case, um, residents in California uh, were aware that there was some type of NASA aircraft that was flying bizarrely low to the ground, which mm-hmm. was really, really loud, like imagine being you know just outside on a normal day then you look up and you see a really low flying aircraft Mm -hmm. that says nasa on it Mm -hmm. and it's just flying extremely low to the ground and you have no idea what they're doing or is if there's something wrong or you know what's going on so people start asking questions and we still don't know what they were doing exactly but actually people pulled the flight aware data you know you can pull any aircraft's uh, flight plan and they looked at it and it looks as if this nasa plane literally zigzagged this crazy route mm-hmm. along the san andreas fault but if you're listening it's not really zigzagged it's like almost an organized zigzag like there's some right angles well, yeah. in it it's like very clean turns it's very bizarre very specific looking as well um and it, it literally goes all the way down and looks like back up the san andreas fault or that area at least so what are they doing? Were they just, you know, gathering research? Mm-hmm. You know, what is NASA doing exactly flying so low over this area? And Be- what's the point of those patterns? Yeah. Or is there any specific, you know, why the specific patterns, which is, is very weird. There must be. I mean, it, it takes way more gas, way more time. There must be some rhyme or reason to them making these bizarre flight paths over it. Yeah. Well, it could be that they're just invest, you know, trying to cover a wider area. Yeah, that's over true. the fault, you know, because the true. fault's not just something. like one little line, you know, it's pretty big. So are people worried that maybe this is meaning that a big, possible big one is on its way or something? Or, okay. Well, because if you didn't know, there's been over 80,000 earthquakes that have hit California since July 4th, which was when those two big initial ones that happened. Really? 80,000? 80,000 quakes. What? I didn't that, know that. In California. Which I did not know that. There's always tons of quakes happening, but eighty thousand is is quite a bit um, higher than normal, and so people are starting to get a little worried. Like, do they think that there's a possibility that a you know the San Andreas Fault might go off, and you know this big you know earthquake that is predicted to happen at some point, we just don't know when, 
is going to happen soon. And that's why NASA is, you know, trying to fly their plane to collect data or take pictures or, you know, whatever they're doing, you know, is mm-hmm. there some sort of connection between those, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, seismologists and geologists say that, you know, the more earthquakes that there are all at once, the more, you know, possibility increases that there could be a a bigger one that happens. So it's still possible that a giant earthquake could, could happen in California at any point in time. So I don't know, maybe they're trying to get ahead of it and try to figure out if they can predict it or something. Cause Mm. you know, I don't know. It's really scary though. Interesting that NASA is the one doing it. Oh, I know. Well, I, they do a lot of stuff with the weather and things like that because they are in, in charge of space and the atmosphere. So, yeah, that's true. That's but true. looking at the faults is kind of interesting. You mm-hmm. know, maybe they just have special equipment or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Very weird. But the next story I have for you is is kind of frightening, to be honest with you. Um, and it has to Ooh. do with people that donate their bodies to science, or if you're one of those that donate, you know, have donate organs. If you get in a car accident, things like that, and your mm-hmm. license, you know, what's actually happening with your bodies after you die you know where are they actually going and are the places that you're donating the bodies to actually doing what they say they're going to do with them and that's what's so crazy is um recently actually a woman named doris passed away at the age of 74 and decided to donate her brain to science as she had suffered from dementia and Mm -hmm. wanted to help find a cure for brain diseases such as alzheimer's which Uh tons of people do this and you know it's a great cause So the Biological Resource Center in Arizona seemed like the right option. And uh, the son, Jim, uh, even had it suggested to him by a nurse. And 10 days after gifting his mother's body for medical research, he received her cremated remains um, because they keep the brain. But it wasn't until a journalist called him years later that Jim discovered that the truth about his mother's body and that it was had never been used for brain research. What? Instead, it had been sold to the U.S. Army for blast testing. <gasps> Despite that, he has me? explicitly forbidden this type of research on his consented form. Wow. They, the, I don't know how that happened. They fucked up what? majorly with that. Oh, he my thought he was donating gosh. his mom to science, and that he was. That's blast what he got testing. back. And instead they sold it to the army and they, they do use bodies for blast testing. Yes. That's insane actually. Wow. Well, and that's that this whole thing. And I read another article too, that I'll briefly mention um, about an FBI raid on one of these body brokers. There's these legal facilities that are almost like meat packing plants where bodies are sold, bought and sold there legally and illegally sometimes. Oh. And the FBI did a raid on one of them and some of the uh, some of it's finally coming out to the public. And I read that they were just completely taken aback at what was going on at these facilities and that they were taking limbs from different bodies and connecting them and doing all sorts of weird shit with people's love, like dead loved ones who thought they were donating it to science or donating it to some type of cause or science. Damn, that is so scary. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're not well regulated and there's not a lot of oversight on what's actually going to happen. Like, I guess they figure cause you know, the person's dead. So maybe they like, we can be sneaky about it because they can't say anything. Right. Or you just assume you're like, Oh, this research institution was going to do, you know, cutting edge research on, you know, this type of illness. My loved one passed away from, yeah. You know, you just no, kind of tr- what the people assume that do it. Yeah. 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 It's just crazy, though. I can't even imagine what what that guy was feeling when he found out that his mom was 
sold to the military yeah, for that's very blast funny. testing. I'd be that's, furious. Is he suing? I'm sure he's doing something because, you know, clearly they didn't do what they said they were going to do. Yeah, that's I would be very pissed. That's disgusting. But yeah, no, I just wanted to shed a light on that. And, you know, I've never, you know, I used to think that I would want my organs donated and things like that. But I've since changed that and I do not put that on my license. So it might be something to look into, you know, in your state. If you are an organ donor, like where are they actually going? Mm -hmm. Is it legitimate? Is You know, has there been any issues or actual crimes committed at these body donation centers as they're known as? So freaky. Because, yeah, I mean, I want to know that, you know, if I were going to donate that, that it's actually going to be used for what it is and not yeah. going to be some sicko's play place where he's like connect. Like they literally found a so head weird. put on somebody else's body. Oh, like that they makes actually, me so sick. Yeah. They were like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, my gosh. But That's that shit's insane. happening. How can that, that shit's happen? Happening. It's happening. Well, there's tons of shit. And imagine the illegal shit that's happening. It would. It would horrify you if you knew. What yeah, was it's because bodies can't speak. Right. Nobody's looking out for them. That's crazy. Well, yeah, you just trust that they're going to be fine. Exactly. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting and something to, you know, think about if you are, you know, going to do that or. But donating to science is good at the same no, time. No, it is like, good. I don't want to deter people from doing that no, necessarily. Absolutely. But like, yeah, that is like really. Just know. Really scary. Try to do your due diligence and yeah, make sure. I mean, that I'm sure these people did, though. I mean, something went wrong. Well, Someone's said, getting fired. I mean, they signed a signed an agreement or contract or something saying that they were going to do what they said they were going to so do, and they gross. didn't. My God. So that's horrible. Poor woman. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into the Kennedy family curse, because there's a lot to cover with this, and um, there's a lot of very interesting things mm-hmm. to look at. Mm-hmm. But before we do, we'd like to thank our first sponsors for today. So the Kennedy family curse, this is something that... Um, a lot of people know about, but then also a lot of people don't know about, I feel like. Yeah, like there's, you look on YouTube and there's like my video on it from there's two really years ago. There's not much on it, actually. Mm-mm. Yeah, I remember when I was researching for it, like there was barely any sources. So my video was kind of like jank. I thought it would be good if we did this podcast to kind of go deeper. Yeah, because it really is truly mind-blowing, like all the stuff that has happened to this family. And I mean, some people chalk it up to like, this is normal. A lot of families go through a lot of crazy, horrible things and could this just be by chance or the fact, you know, they have, mm-hmm. they are a very large family. Don't there's, mm-hmm. they're huge. Mm-hmm. They're one of the largest families in the world and um, they have tons and tons of, of kids and a huge family tree. So is it just chance that all these things happen? Is it chance? Is it a curse or is someone after these people? Yes. Is, is there greater forces making things totally. happen and look like accidents? Totally. So that's a whole nother element of it. I didn't even really touch on that in my video. I definitely went from the curse side only because it was just too much to yeah. even go there. But we have some more juicy details that are mm-hmm. pretty crazy. So the Kennedy curse, this refers to you know all these things that have befallen the family over a long period of time, years. And there's a couple different theories as to is there an actual curse? And if there is, what is it like? What where could have somebody actually been cursed or hexed Mm -hmm. or or whatever? Mm -hmm. And essentially, this whole curse idea comes back to Joseph Kennedy. Mm -hmm. So Joe Kennedy, head of the family and is where the curse begins really with him. Mm -hmm. And there's several different theories to try to explain this origin of the Kennedy curse. And one of the theories claims that the cursed started in 1937 when Joe was visiting United, the United Kingdom 
and returned to the United States on a ship. And while he was on the ship, there was a rabbi and six of his students. And apparently, according to the story, Joe complained that their prayers were distracting him and asked that they be stopped. The rabbi was greatly offended and put a curse on Kennedy. Does this make any sense to me? No, it really doesn't. Well, that's just like one of the theories. It's just one of the theories. And there may not even be a theory like because there may not be a curse. But yeah, this is one idea. This other theory, though, is a little bit more plausible. And that's that when Joe was visiting Great Britain after World War II, a -hmm. Jewish refugee asked the Kennedys help in getting his sons out of Europe. And Joe Kennedy ignored him and the Jewish refugee put a curse on him. Mm -hmm. Possible for sure. But like who was there to see this? Right, exactly. Where is this coming? <laughs> we have from? no confirmation. Yeah. And then according to another theory, Joe Kennedy was involved in selling weapons to Nazi Germany. And when a Jewish town found out about this, all the residents prayed for a curse on the Kennedy family. Um, and then finally, there's an Irish legend that says that the family or Kennedy family member once destroyed a fairy dwelling. Mm-hmm. And in return, the whole family is cursed. So a fairy clearly dwelling. some major shots in the dark there on <laughs> yeah. on where this curse originated from mm-hmm. but i have another sort of theory that we'll talk about at the end because it's kind of much deeper and it kind of goes into the occult and you know maybe even an illuminati connection um with the kennedy family but let's go in and, and start at least looking at why you know why they have this curse about them in the first place because there's a lot so the first kennedy family member we'll start with is the one that died most recently um, and that's Cersei Kennedy Hill, who is the great, who is the granddaughter of the late Robert F. Kennedy. She died after being responsive this past Thursday, actually, at the Kennedy compound in Cape Cod from an apparent overdose is what we're kind of hearing right now. It's really weird that they call it the compound. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? They could well, call it an estate or something. Yeah, they could. It's weird that they call it the compound. It's I mean, it might just like be a giant mansion. Land. Yeah, they have six acres of land along the mm-hmm. Nantucket Sound that yeah. they've had for decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Very they have this famous. huge area in this beautiful area. Um, but yeah, so she was 22 years old and she was definitely somebody that dealt with depression, mm-hmm. um, had a very rough, you know, high school go. And all yeah, the Kennedys kind of struggled with kind of mental health stuff. Mental health stuff for did. sure, depression. Them, but. And also, you know, abusive drugs too mm-hmm. as we'll talk about and yeah possibly we'll get into that for sure you know, but that's things like that definitely a repeating pattern in the family yes most definitely this poor girl though she's really young yeah she was 22 years old and yeah and right now there is there was no trauma other than life-saving trauma that she and uh mm. that they found on her body but mm-hmm. uh it's still in her investigation and you know we still are waiting for more answers on that yeah So the next Kennedy we're going to talk about is Rosemary Kennedy, who was better known as Rosemary and was the daughter of Joe Kennedy Sr. and Rose Fitzgerald Kennedy. And she was the sister of President John F. Kennedy and Robert Kennedy, too. Um, So her story is really, really sad because it's definitely a lack of medical knowledge knowledge that really made her situation so bad. But um, she was known to have some type of developmental problems which was described as mental retardation right she was taken out of school put under house arrest she had like a lot of behavioral problems yeah a lot of people think that she had bipolar disorder or something like yeah. that and it just yeah. was undiagnosed or they didn't know what the hell it was back then they so, didn't understand shit about mental illness at all no if you think about it Mm-mm. they knew they knew like when major shit was wrong but any yeah. sort of 
in between was definitely not off the table for them at that point. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of like behavioral problems in the sense that she would go out at night, go to bars. I don't even know. I feel like mental retardation. I don't know why they would put her in there. It sounded like she had a lot of emotional outbursts and like teenage, you know, typical teenager drama type stuff, maybe to a higher extent than most, but um, she got into a lot of trouble. And so anyway, he didn't know how to cure his daughter. So Joe senior decided that a lobotomy was the only option left, which is where God, my mom would always make this joke constantly, constantly in my (sighs) childhood. Did your dad say it too? Our parents are brother and sister. That's insane. Yeah. She would, my mom would always say, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. Jesus. But it's so true. I mean, it's crazy. They would cut out parts of people's brains thinking that this would somehow heal them. Fix the problem. Fix them. So anyway, this really messed her up. And from what we know, his wife was not even like involved in the decision or didn't even know that she was going to be doing this. And she was very angry at Joe for just deciding to have her go ahead and do that. So and she's 23 years old, by the way, like, yep. Barely, yeah, barely an adult at this point. And, and after that, she couldn't walk or talk at all for months. And then after months of therapy, she could finally kind of move on her own, but eventually only regained part, partial use of one of her arms. Right. And so she was kind of hidden from the world until she died in 2005. They like, she, yeah, she That's had like so a tragic, caretaker right? and they kind of kept her out of the spotlight. Very, yeah. very tragic. That's horrifying though. Lobotomies, man. Yeah. Very weird Can't that believe- we did that. I mean, I guess, I guess it makes sense for why they did it at the time, but yeah, to just open up somebody's head and then start removing random parts of their brain, you know, yeah, you know, or they're just their understanding of the brain was so, you know, minimal compared yeah. to what it is now. It's, it's crazy. Terrible. So that was Rosemary, and then we can move on to Joseph Kennedy Jr., who was a Navy lieutenant, was also the eldest son of Joe Kennedy Sr. and Rose Fitzgerald. He was also Rosemary's brother. So Joe Jr. was supposed to eventually take up the Kennedy family business, but Joe Jr. had other plans. In 1942, he dropped out of law school and he joined the U.S. Navy, actually, because he wanted to become a pilot. And after a couple of years of numerous flight missions, Joe Jr. became eligible for stateside duty. Instead, Joe Jr. decided to volunteer for a dangerous and secret mission known as Operation Aphrodite, which involved operating military drone aircraft. And then in 1944, Joe Kennedy Jr. and Lieutenant Wilford John Willie performed a or prepared for a bombing mission and took off. Unfortunately, an electrical fault in the plane caused the explosives to detonate. And just in a second, both the plane and the men were gone. Just gone like that. Mm-hmm. Insane. From an electrical fault. Yep. Such a weird, weird thing to happen. Yeah. Like a, a, there's a lot of like freak accidents in their family. Just acts like crashes. A lot of crashes. Like car crashes. Trains and automobiles. Actually, I don't know about trains, but definitely automobiles and planes. Um, But then there's Kathleen Kennedy, who was the who was another daughter of Joe Kennedy Sr. and Rose Fitzgerald. So it says here that she wasn't considered to be extremely beautiful or smart, but she was adventurous and outgoing and knew how to laugh at herself. And soon after her debut in London, Kathleen met a man named Billy Harrington, and he was the future Duke of Devonshire, and he was one of the richest men in the city. So they fell in love, but their families actually opposed their marriage because he was a Protestant and they were Catholic. The Kennedy family is very Catholic. 
And Kathleen decided to marry him anyway. And so the marriage was pretty short lived because he actually returned to France to fight in the war and was killed by a sniper only four months after their wedding. That's crazy, man. And then two years later, Kathleen started an affair with another guy. He was a married man named Earl Peter Wentworth Fitz Fitzwilliam instead of Fitzgerald. And he told her that he would leave his wife and marry her. Kathleen's mother was furious, but the pair arranged to meet Kathleen's father in Paris in order to ask for his help. And two days before meeting, the pair was flying into Canes when they stopped near and when they stopped to refuel in Paris. The pilot said that taking off was dangerous due to extreme weather conditions, but Fitzwilliam demanded that they take off anyways. And guess what happened? The plane crashed, instantly killing Kathleen, her lover, the pilot and the navigator. So that's that's is kind of a trend that you see too is that they have a lot of affairs in this family mm-hmm. like yes. there's not like a lot of sneakiness, even a lot of on lies. both sides both you know male and female like there's a lot of affairs that happen a lot of uh, infidelity and just yeah lies essentially mm-hmm. um that go on and you know I think it's really interesting when you dive into this mm-hmm. family and you start looking at all these events that happened to them over the years and to all of the different family members and brothers and sisters and you start you know connecting the dots and you're like this is almost like too weird that yeah this is always very all happening to him mm-hmm. so let's talk about john f kennedy and some of the things that happened to him and uh jackie as well mm-hmm. um because they had a lot of things happen to them even before jfk's tragic end so in 1963 john f kennedy and first lady jackie were quite a happy couple Kennedy was seen as a good president and Jackie was adored internationally for her grace and sophistication. They were in love and relatively happy. The only thing missing was a large family that two had hoped for. That's another thing is that they all have huge families, like all of the, you mm-hmm. know, brothers and sisters, the families that they create, they end up having a ton of children as well, mm-hmm. um, which could be, you know, they were Catholic is what they said. They were Roman Catholic, I believe. Yeah. So that's kind of just a, well, that was the image thing. they were trying right. to be for sure. I mean, there's, yeah, JFK was having quite well. A bit clearly, of fun they weren't following, you know, following the religion too hard. Because yeah, no. <laughs> infidelity is a mm-hmm. huge no. Infidelity and marriage is a they huge were not no. A perfect and, couple by any means. Yeah. But in 1955, Jackie had a miscarriage, and in 1966, she delivered a stillborn baby girl, Arabella Kennedy. Mm-hmm. But she was lucky the third and fourth time giving birth to a baby girl, Caroline, and a baby boy, John. And then in 1963, she was pregnant again when she suffered from stomach and back pains. She demanded to be brought back to the hospital immediately, not wanting to risk her unborn baby's health. The baby, Patrick Kennedy, was born three weeks early and suffered from a respiratory syndrome. Mm -hmm. And then two days later, the baby died, which is crazy. Yeah, they were really sad. The whole nation was like really wrapped up in the yeah. No, everybody was like you know following oh totally and everything yeah totally. Yeah, everybody was super upset when that happened to them. Mm-hmm. So what's super crazy, though, is that literally after JFK and his wife had to deal with, you know, the children dying, 15 weeks later, JFK is assassinated. Mm-hmm. And that is probably one of the biggest events in the entire Kennedy curse is, is that because it was such a just monumental moment in history. Yeah. Because he was the youngest president. I mean, he was really groundbreaking. Really well liked. Yeah. I mean, people really liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so brutal. He was just shot in the public like that, out in the open, in the car. We've done a whole episode about it, so we won't like, talk too much about it. But, you know, 
yeah, it's just so like whole... it was so brutal for him to be shot in the head publicly like that. Totally. It was really shocking to people. So, yeah, I mean, it it really rocked the world pretty much when that yeah. happened. And think about how different the world would be if he didn't die. Because mm-hmm. he was starting to spill some tea. He definitely was. Definitely thinking about it for sure. Um, and starting to allude to different he things. He was dribbling the tea, though, man. He was spilling it a little bit. He was. He was sloshing around. <laughs> it was dripping out of his cup. <laughs> So the next Kennedy let's talk about is Ted Kennedy because mm-hmm. um, Ted had a lot of interesting things. He was not assassinated like his brothers were, no. but um, he definitely had his fair share of bad uh, luck, bad luck for sure. Yep. So the first thing that happens is in 1964, Ted narrowly escapes death when a plane crashed into an apple orchard. The pilot, one of Ted's aides, were killed, but Kennedy survived but spent months in hospital recovering from severe back pain, a punctured lung, broken ribs, and internal bleeding. Imagine surviving a plane crash. Mm -hmm. So crazy. Really wouldn't that really doesn't happen. And I'm surprised it happened then. Like Mm -mm. that was honestly like probably the most luck he had in his life was that he didn't die in that plane crash. Well, he was involved in a lot of accidents but didn't die from them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and speaking of accidents, in 1969, Ted was at a party in on Chappaquiddick Island. So I have a whole video on this. I'm sure a lot of you have seen that. And there's movies too. Like this is just a super well known. Well, there's event, a movie Chappaquiddick now. Yeah, I just said it. The yeah, we saw that one with um oh the guy I forget his name. The guy from the office and the hangover. I forget his name right now. He's so he was great in it though. It was really well Ed done. Helms. I thought that yeah, Ed Helms. <laughs> the uh the movie was really well done. And basically what happened was Ted got into, well, actually we don't know exactly what happened. We don't know. We know what happens according to him. Yeah, yeah. right. There is basically, he was driving a car. Well, he wasn't even the one driving. Well, they were at a party mm-hmm. and then he left yeah, the party with, with Mary, Mary Jo. Joe. Right. Or is it Kapinski or Kapichny? Or- yeah, it's one of those. But um, okay, he, le- he leaves the party with Mary me. Jo and nobody really knows why they're like going off on... Yeah, on their own. He's married. Yeah. What's the deal? So and, they go for a drive. Yeah, and they came up kind of like on this bridge thing that went over a lake and drove right, right off, off the yeah. side of the bridge, and right. it basically just uh, tipped over into really shallow water, and she was stuck in the car. And the thing was, he bailed and like left from the scene. He got out just fine, and yeah. then essentially. Le- yeah, like you just said, yeah, left the walked. scene and left At her in the car. At one point, he swam like a huge amount to get to to the other side of this island to like go back to the house, and it didn't. Nothing made sense. He like left the scene of this crash, and so no one found it until the next morning. Right. So it was very, very sketchy. It was and very. No one knows what exactly happened, but something sketch happened. Yeah, and he says that he attempted to try to get her out and you know died yeah. a bunch and that he just couldn't get her out and stuff but it's like why didn't you call police then but then why did you not say anything yeah. for you know super so weird. much time and very sketch such a weird one for sure so he had that happen to the him and that definitely um, like put a halt on how successful he was able to be oh, politically totally. he wasn't as successful politically i mean obviously never no. gonna be a presidential candidate no and that was like something he, he was considering yep um yeah no it's it's really crazy He's been involved with a bunch of other uh, scandals and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like here, his nephew was accused of rape. Just like bizarre. Their family's always in a bunch of stuff. It's crazy. And he actually died in 2009 after he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Yeah, crazy, man. 
just a lot of crazy stuff in one lifetime. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like, God, I'm, I've either I've been lucky or my life is boring. Right? Like, no, these people have seriously. a lot going on. So then we're going to talk about Robert F. Kennedy, who was also assassinated. Bobby. Pretty shortly after his brother. And, you know, he was another really well-liked person. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was an activist for a lot of different people, um, a lot of different communities. And, you know, he he was just like a huge icon to Americans, especially after John died. Like people just were really yeah, into, trying to rally yeah, behind trying to Bobby. rally behind him. Yeah, he totally. was the leading candidate for Democratic nomination for presidency in 1968. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he was really on a roll like politically like he could have definitely, I think, could have gone on to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe win a presidential election at some it point. It was looking that way. For sure. Um, but on June 5th, he had won a crucial victory in the California Democratic prim- prim- primary. <laughs> primary. <laughs> oh, my Lord. But um, that same evening, he was gunned down by Sirhan Sirhan, the 22-year-old Palestinian sympathizer. Sirhan Sirhan. Sirhan Sirhan? I don't know. Saran, I, Saran? I think it's Sirhan Sirhan. <laughs> It's not Saran Saran. It's Sirhan. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Sirhan. But he was murdered. He was gunned down just like his brother was, mm-hmm. um, which is so weird. I mean, where in history have you seen two brothers get assassinated? Yep. That pretty, you know, pretty close in time. And then when you look, really look into who, who killed them, there's so many questions that get raised for both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, not only of Lee Harvey Oswald, but also yeah. uh, Saran Saran. So it's really interesting and also kind of, the assassination thing definitely makes you start wondering, is there somebody after them? Is there somebody watching this family? Is there somebody that's trying to keep these guys in line and will do whatever it takes to do that, you know? So very interesting. Um, but then Joseph P. Kennedy, the second crashed his car, left a passenger paralyzed. Um, yep. Another big car accident did not die from it, but mm-hmm. again, causing massive harm to other humans. Yep. Um, and he's a Kennedy. Ted Kennedy Jr. had his leg amputated. Um, Ted Kennedy Jr. is the son, obviously, of Ted Kennedy and the nephew of John F. Kennedy and Robert F. Kennedy. And when he was 12 years old, he was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, a type of cancer that starts in the bones. And then literally the same year he was diagnosed, he lost his leg from the knee down. So crazy. Um, David A. Kennedy died of an overdose. He's the fourth child of Robert F. Kennedy. And he not only died of an overdose, but he almost drowned as well. He remembers being knocked over by a huge wave and trapped underwater. Um, But luckily his father rescued him. Um, And then literally the next day he watched his dad get assassinated or, you know, being reported on that he was assassinated, had a near death experience the day before and next day, like what the fuck, like what are the chances that all these things are happening to them? It'd and be there's so not interesting to else hear in what people in their family think of it all. Like, do they think they have bad luck? Do they, they must They've never acknowledge talked about like, it. guys, we have some shitty luck. Like it's like every, it's every couple of years, something crazy is yeah. happening in this family. The Kennedy family continues to pop up yeah. and something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. Do they, is there any, have they ever said that? Like, are they cursed or yeah. you know, talked about it? And the only person that's ever remotely mentioned the curse is Ted Kennedy. Um, and it was after Chappaquiddick. Oh, he mentioned, he's like, we must be cursed or he said something along those lines, but that's the only time that we've heard publicly from the Kennedy family on a curse or whether or not they're cursed or not, Interesting, which is crazy. Um, Michael Kennedy, the sixth child of Robert F. Kennedy, they all have like five or six children. Um, 
He was five years old when his uncle, John F. Kennedy, was assassinated. And 10 years old when his own father was assassinated. Um, He actually uh, was involved in several things. So when he was older, it was broadcast to the whole world that was having an affair with the family's former babysitter. And it was claimed that the babysitter was only 14 years old when the affair began. That's horrible. Um, But then later on, he was under investigation for statutory rape. And that same year, he was skiing in Aspen, Colorado, when he hit a tree and died shortly after. It's crazy how many famous people have like died from hitting trees in Aspen. It's Seriously, so weird. or in the mountains. In yeah, but Colorado. in Aspen. Yeah, it's really crazy, There's man. Been a lot of celebrity deaths in Aspen. All right, so John F. Kennedy Jr., known as JFK Jr., was the only surviving son of John F. Kennedy and the nephew of Edward Kennedy. His father was assassinated merely three days before his third birthday crazy and then at the age of 39 he died in a plane crash him and his wife and his sister-in-law were on their way to attend the wedding of his cousin rory kennedy he was piloting the airplane when it crashed into the atlantic off he Martha's was the one vineyards it. in massachusetts yeah god man that sucks Responsible for a while they thought family. that they had might have survived but they eventually found the aircraft debris and a black suitcase belonging to the passengers were recovered the wreckage of the plane was eventually discovered below the Atlantic Ocean, and the three bodies were also found. And then there's Kara Kennedy, who's the oldest child of Ted Kennedy. Um, and overall, she led a quite a happy life, and it almost seemed like the Kennedy curse had bypassed her. But then in 2002, at the age of 42, she was diagnosed with lung cancer. And for oh, a while, man. it seemed like, you know, maybe the curse caught up with her. Mm-hmm. But then she was told that the disease was inoperable but with the help of her father she found a surgeon who was willing to operate on her and the surgery actually ended up being successful and she was cleared of it and um after that and in 2011 at the age of 51 after beating cancer she suffers a heart attack after her daily exercise routine and dies yeah like really healthy person too yeah super out of the blue which some people have even i've read reports that there's also like a overdose type thing being kind of covered up with this maybe uh, so could be and in a lot of the deaths to be honest mm-hmm. and then there's mary richardson kennedy who was not an actual kennedy but she had married robert f kennedy um and while the marriage seemed perfect on the outside it was anything but that in reality and for some reason mary had taken up drinking For Robert Kennedy, this was a painful scenario. He himself had just overcome his drinking problem, so he decided to get her professional help, but she was against it, even jumping out of a car that was about to bring her to the hospital. My God. And there were numerous incidents involving the police, and it did not seem like Mary was getting any better, and Robert Jr. uh, Kennedy feared that his wife might kill herself, and in the end, she did just that. Wow. And then the most recent uh examples kind of of the curse are not deaths but they are car crashes like alcohol car crashes um carrie kennedy the seventh child of robert f kennedy um she actually was in a number of different small accidents for example in 2012 uh carrie sideswiped a tractor trailer in interstate 684 she was found by police in her car and was reported she could barely speak and was swaying from side to side she claimed that she might have taken a sleeping pill earlier and that it might have caused the accident. Mm. But at court, she claimed that the doctor found no traces of drugs or alcohol, and that it is possible she suffered from a seizure. Hmm. 
18 months before this incident, Carrie was in a car crash and suffered from a head injury. So maybe that God, had something to do with it as well. So many. Tons of car crashes, just, just like, crazy stuff. What are stuff. the chances? And then there's Joe Kennedy III, who's mm-hmm. an active politician. Um, mm-hmm. he, even he's had a crazy life. So Joseph Kennedy III is the son of Robert and Ethel Kennedy and was the second of 11 children. That's how big these families are. Mm-hmm. And they had Huge. this many children like for generations going yeah. back mm-hmm. really spread out so joseph kennedy was named after his grandfather and he was born and raised in boston massachusetts unfortunately joseph's early years were troublesome getting expelled from multiple private schools interesting how there's that tie yeah. into other family members uh-huh. too not only did joseph have trouble at school but he also had physical disputes with his siblings and cousins on a regular basis to add to joseph's problems his father died when he was only 15 years old which maybe a lot of this behavior you know, outbreaks are due to the, having their parents like dying at such young age. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, that's and I think just the like pressure of this family. Yes. I think they were all like under so much oh, yeah. pressure. Oh yeah, absolutely. No. And they've even said like, I guess Joseph Kennedy, the senior one, the original one, uh-huh. he was just like totally brutal on all of them. Like, yeah, I've and heard was he was like, like you, almost abusive. Yeah. Like he wanted them to act a certain way to uphold a certain image and yeah. stuff like he really thought he was something special. Mm. Um, but what's crazy is that his, not only did his father die when he was 15 years old, but in 1972, he was on an airplane that was hijacked. And fortunately, everybody survived that incident. Wow. And then the following year, he rolled his Jeep, which <sighs> the accident caused fractures to his brother, David Kennedy, and paralyzed David's girlfriend. What the hell? And as a result of this accident, he lost his license temporarily due to reckless driving. And he's had to literally provide care for David's girlfriend ever since that accident, um, which is crazy. Wow. Recovered. Yeah. Tons of financial. I'm sure like, I mean, they don't care, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're extremely wealthy family. They're super, super wealthy family. They go back very, very far into history. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is, is sort of, you know, taking a kind of a darker look at this family. Um, you know, we did a whole series of the f- of five bloodlines that might rule the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and you start looking into this whole concept of there being elite families yeah. that have been around for centuries. Yeah. You know, go back really far. And you, it's kind of interesting. Like there's the five main ones that right. seem to be the most powerful. But then they say that there's like as many as 13. I've heard even like 27 families, but I don't know. It seems like 13 Yes, there's somewhere the 13 explains really paints a picture of families that go across the world. Right. Yeah. Because the Mm -hmm. five, it really just covers uh, the UK and America, essentially. Right. But the 13 has elite families Mm -hmm. in China, you know, can really paint a pretty good history of, you know, sort of how the powers of the world came to be Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And, And you get to see which families are at the helms of these countries and these you know powers that they hold so Mm -hmm. um i wanted to talk about something that's very interesting to me that i've i've found on the cia.gov website this is wild so official central intelligence agency website has a document of an author by the name of fritz springmeyer um he's an author and researcher and some people call him a crazy you know conspiracy theorist and just you know straight up nutty i'm just gonna put that out there but he do, has done a lot of research and has laid out a lot of his sources and where he's getting things. And he's dedicated literally like years yeah. and years and years of this to put this document together. And for some reason, 
the CIA has got it on their website. That's so crazy. You can just view this. And it's called Bloodlines of the Illuminati, which I'll I'll link it for you if you want to look at it. And it's really interesting for sure. Um, especially the information that I found on the Kennedys in it is just really mind opening and bizarre too. It's just very, very weird. So this guy, uh, Mr. Springmeyer did a bunch of research on these 13 families that he believes are the Illuminati bloodline. So before we talk about the Kennedys and and what specifically he says about them, I just want to address Illuminati for a second because Mm -hmm. in our culture and in our society, there's this, there's this huge, you know, stigma and idea around what the Illuminati is and and what it means, right? So mm-hmm. Illuminati, a lot of people are like, oh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, and, and you know, people, yeah. entertainers, celebrities, things like Clones that and- are in the Illuminati. And could they be sure? But what is the Illuminati? Is it, you know, is it as much as or that it's like people say reptiles? That, yeah, is it really world? this like sinister, satanic, sort of like crazy cult that's going mm-hmm. on? Or is it more of like a secret society, a fraternal organization? Well, that's what it is. It actually right. is those things. Right. It is a really old organization right. that's factually what's just that, there. Or is it a combination of it? Yeah. What is it? What yeah. is, what the, is the extent of it today? And we yeah. know that it really existed. You can go back into history and find the origins of this secret society known as the Illuminati. And you can actually look and see how you know, how long it's been around for and start to sort of tie different families to it. Um, And that's where these 13 families get tied into it. And of course, in the 13 families are the five that we mentioned, right? The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the DuPonts, the Morgans, and the, remind me what the last one I'm missing? Wait, well, Morgans, DuPonts, Rothschilds, Rothschilds, wait, Morgans, Rothschilds, DuPonts, uh, <laughs> I'm going back. Janelle, Rockefellers. Rockefellers. Oh, we didn't say Rockefeller. Rockefeller, Rothschild, Morgan, DuPont. Who are we missing? Wait, There's Janelle's a fifth one eluding me right now. Wait, what the hell? There's Bush, 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 Bush. How could we forget about the Bushes? Guys, oh, get man. it together. How could we forget the Bushes? It's a little late in the day. <laughs> so yes, the Bushes. So they're they're all in this document as well. And you can go mm-hmm. read in depth on you know, what they've dug up on their backgrounds and their histories um, and how, you know, going going back all the way to like the 1500s, 1600s, we're talking like the beginning of recorded history of, civ- you know, civilization. Mm-hmm. You can go back that far and look to see who, you know, based on text and things like that, who was in charge. Mm-hmm. And you look, what you find is that there is these 13 families that spread out throughout the world and they sort of control everything and yeah. control all the so business. So many things linked back to them. Economy. They own everything. They have control of everything. We're like, you know, they're secretly, people are like, it's so hard for, I think most people when you tell them, yeah, like 13 families on the world or five families, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? How can that be possible? The world is massive, but with how they have spread out over yeah. time, they've been able to get their hands in so many different pots that yes. they do have control over everything. Well, like you look right. and it's like they have their ass on everything, like everything that you can think of gas, food, everything that you need, everything you buy, everything you depend on, like links back to one of these families and you, and do you have need to, them. And you do have to look really hard to find it. Like, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, the people that have found these things out had to do a lot of digging and, 
you know, may have had to go through some unconventional sources to get the information. Yeah. Because of course they don't, they're not going to list the truth out on their websites and on these corporations. No. I'm going to tell you the history and who, who actually mm-hmm. started, you know, general motors and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to JP Morgan and say it was him or he was responsible for it. You know, yeah. there's a lot of different things like that. And, mm-hmm. um, electricity goes yeah. back, you know, to yeah. Morgan a lot too. Yeah. And he owns a ton of that shit. And so. then Tesla and all those different yeah. things. Well, he tried to get control of that too. He tried to shut that down immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he did. Cause you know, they're greedy. The they want control it, yeah. And, and yeah, power over it. Uh-huh. So my point that I was going to try to bring up is that these families, like when, like you said, when you mentioned thir- there's 13 families that control the world, mom, they're like, what? What are you talking about? The world's huge, honey. Like they're not going to be like, that's not going to make yeah. sense to them. But you say, mom, you go back to the 1500s. There the wasn't that many families, man. The 13 <laughs> no. families were a lot. That's a lot, you know, smaller pot that they were yeah. in. Uh-huh. So 13 families could potentially, if they had enough wealth and power and look at the disparity between mm-hmm. the wealthy and the poor back then, if you had money back then, you 100% had yeah. power over others that's just how mm-hmm. it was back at that time in history yeah and so what these families did is they geographically spread themselves out but then stayed on the same page with took controlled and con- right communicated continued and to have still. the connectedness to each other because there's so many things like that so many different little groups and meetings and events that they do where they come together and meet like for example bohemian grove is like a, the biggest one yeah which we need to do probably a podcast on that eventually but so many of these families now, attend people, those meetings right and bilderberg is another one that mm-hmm. Yes, um, happens like, every yep. year mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. A, a, there's a representatives from these families that one's that more make it there. almost more transparent than even bohemian grove I oh mean, yeah bohemian grove oh, yeah. Like, we have no clue yeah. it's so off the record but yeah it's so they have wild. these secret meetings we know for that for a fact that yeah. that happens and they, presidents go there's mm-hmm. pictures of like nixon there at that. candidates that were on the debate stage mm-hmm. the other night i know for a fact have gone to bilderberg and stuff maybe even bohemian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what is happening there what's going on there and you know we don't know for sure, but mm-hmm. you know, if we had to guess, there's some type of communication about the general plan for the world, right? Yeah. In some extent. So what they did is over time, these 13 families, part of their job is to create offspring, right? That's why yeah. you, most Spread of them, out. the Rothschilds, the Morgans, you look at their families and their trees and they did, they, they had a ton of kids and the, the Kennedys, Kennedys especially. Mm-hmm. And it's been estimated that there's like 200,000 Kennedys out there now. Wow. Since wow. since the beginning of them having kids, like because if you think about multiplying Just, yeah. it over the years, that's yeah. a lot. That's yeah. a lot. And I mean, obviously, not all of them are like yeah. into the you know the whole conspiracy yeah. of the family because right. that's just way too many people to keep in the loop. But all the, the people, cousins and the, yeah, the people closest to the top. That's so weird. These pyramid are these families form pyramids. Yeah, literally within themselves, within their yeah. own themselves. It's very strange. <laughs> the Illuminati is you know the symbol. So <laughs> it's very interesting. So how it many works. of our stuff goes back to that pyramid. We're constantly the pyramid going back concept, to it. The yep. symbol is so meaningful. So that's where, you know, we get to the Kennedy family and them being potentially one of these top 13 uh, Illuminati families, mm-hmm. um, which is very interesting when you start to look into it. But if you look at their history, you can trace the Kennedys all the way back to um, 16th century Ireland um, they actually had a different name and then it changed um, and they became the Kennedys. But the Kennedys are Irish. They're traced back to Ireland um, that far back. So the so the next things I'm going to read are um, things that are written directly by this author. Again, 
These are not my personal thoughts or opinions, but I did find it very interesting because things, you know, let's just see if things start to make sense for you. So what are JFK's ties to the Illuminati? So we know that JFK or John F. Kennedy had a very active sex life, right? Yep. He was very active um, even after he married Jackie. Yeah. Cheated multiple ways, multiple people. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And there's been people that have said or have recorded that there was nude swim parties at the White House pool and we had no idea about it. And that he was actually very open about his sexual habit and that he would openly even have sex with other people at some of these parties. So very, you know, which ballsy, very ballsy. Yeah. (laughs) But if you have this type of power and you're in this type of position, then that's just like Mm -hmm. something that, you know, comes along with it for them. Um, But, you know, we also know that he was, um, you know, surrounded by friends like Frank Sinatra and things like that. And that he oftentimes would even have long-term relationships with some of these women that he had affairs with, which is really interesting, especially when you look at Marilyn Monroe, uh, Jane Mansfield, uh, were some of the girlfriends that he had. So somebody that also had some of the same girlfriends as JFK was a man by the name Anton LaVey, who actually founded the Church of Satan, which... Interesting. Yeah, there's the Church of Satan now, which was far different from this. Um, this was a, you know, definitely a church um, that was created to be, I don't know how to say it, um, definitely, definitely into the occult and all of that and yeah. really dark shit with satanic sacrifice type shit, really, really dark stuff. Um, and he potentially was in contact with JFK. So obviously this is getting, you know, taking it to the next level by talking about, you know, could there have been some type of you know, if he was in the Illuminati and if the Illuminati does, you know, if you look at their practices and and what they, you know, sort of the philosophical ideas that they follow. And if you look at satanic rituals and satanic um, thing, you know, kind of lines up things like that, you start to, you know, wonder, could there be something darker to the whole Kennedy curse? And could it in fact be a real curse that they have on them? You know, mm hmm. That's that's a really interesting side to, to look at it from too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, we like don't black know. Magic is a part of it. Yeah, could there be? Could there be? You know, could Joe Kennedy or one of the original Kennedys, even before him, maybe going back to the 16th century? Mm-hmm. You know, that was when witchcraft and things like mm-hmm. that was super prominent. There was a lot of that type of ritualistic things happening more at that yeah. time. I mean, it's totally possible. You know, could there have been some type of hex or god or i can't imagine what they could have them. done to get a curse this bad that affects generations i mean fuck they must, must, must well really people bad. that people that believe in the occult and believe that this this stuff is real mm-hmm. do believe that this is possible that you can actually i, I believe curse it oh i people believe it for sure and affect them yeah i think you really can there's a lot of cases of that i mean i per- i personally believe that there is clearly a battle of good and evil in this yeah. world and that there are those that harness evil and, and do dark tap into dark energy and, and yeah. entities to mm-hmm. get power. Mm-hmm. And so that's essentially what many believe the Illuminati does. There's people the doing society. it on like yeah. YouTube. I mean, I don't know if it's actually working, but I mean, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there's, I'm sure that they could have actually run into that by a legit person back then, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
man, they must have done something really bad, though. Oh, yeah. But one of the things I was going to actually play was a little bit of a speech that JFK gave, because yes, this is okay. interesting that, you know, he may have known about that this was happening, knew about this Illuminati connection. But it seems like he may have had sort of a, a wake up moment where he was like, you know, do I want to continue down the path that my sort of family has laid out for me? And or should I, you know, make a change for the better, try yeah. to get my life back in on track? I 100% think that. I think he definitely was trying to say that in this. You guys will hear in this speech. He sounds like he's like on the verge of really spilling the tea for real. It's so crazy what he says. Like if you listen carefully to his words and really take them in, you'll be shocked yeah. that he was saying this stuff. And, and talking about seems secret like he societies. Really, yeah. yeah literally. And it seems like he really was kind of turning against his, maybe his own family or I think the part of maybe this, the overall scheme. I mean, you say there, we just said, you know, there's a balance of good and evil in the world. Is it possible? He was just like, even if you're born into an evil family per right. se, right. what if you're a really good soul and you like, it's morally hurting you to lie or to see if, to know things about how the American public or the world could be, you know, treated wrongly or that there's all these lies going on, these major, major lies, fake events, censorship. I mean, so many different things planning out the future of the world. Right. right. And he's like, you know, starting gotta, to to hint at that. Right, yeah. Right. So but maybe he was starting to be yeah. like, okay, I don't know if I can go along with this. This is my chance to kind of say what I need to say. And maybe that's really why he was taken it. out. I think he was really thinking about it. And I think he was having a, a moment there maybe that he, you know, wanted to wake everybody up to, mm -hmm. to what's going on. Cause especially back then everybody just believed whatever they were told. I mean, yeah, there was no other way to get information other than from mm -hmm. the people telling it to you. Josh you know? and I were listening to this the other night and I was thinking like what it would have been like to listen to this live as just a person back in what year was this? 63, 60. I don't know. It was, in the sixties, but imagine just sitting 1961, there. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to this. And I'm sure what he's saying went right over most people's head, like 90% of people, oh, but yeah. there was definitely oh, people yeah. out there that were listening to this. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Like trying to understand what he was referring to. And I'm sure people were, this is probably when the conspiracy stuff started really oh, totally. going. Totally. So let me play a little snippet of it here. Okay. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment that I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control and no official of my administration whether his rank is high or low 
civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. Yeah, so... That's... That I mean, he flat out just... Uh, that was the most truth I've heard a president speak mm -hmm. ever. Like, and look what happened to him. That Because he, he literally spelled it out there without being like, okay, you know, yeah. we've got to stop the Illuminati. They're a secret society. They're controlling yeah. all of us. Without having to like specifically the Illuminati, say that. Illuminati, yeah. But, or any secret societies yeah, out there. You whatever know? forces that be. Yeah, which the there's a lot of different. The families and people, the Freemason people are associated with all these secret societies mm -hmm. specifically that he called mm -hmm. that out is interesting mm -hmm. and that you know we shouldn't be lying to our citizens right and promoting dissent and things like that mm -hmm. and it should be a transparent government and mm -hmm. and that hasn't happened Boom. from ever i feel like ever there hasn't been true transparency mm -hmm. like the way probably the founding fathers expected it to go you know like who even knows what they were thinking honestly <laughs> If, yeah. For real, it was so long ago. Yeah, I know. Who knows even what happened there? And don't you find it weird how we act like they were like gods or something? Like they were like the, like almost like Greek gods writing up our rules. Like this is not what they wanted. This is not how they were. Like they didn't know what it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Honestly, those, who knows if they would have even like have been in our government nowadays. Like. True. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Who knows if they could have even gotten elected. They did wear little wigs. Yeah, stuff. I mean, it was a whole different time. I mean, who I'm knows just surprised that when they set up the government, they're like, okay, if we're really going to write this government for forever, for it to last forever, we need to make sure that we do intervals of time where we come back together as the founding fathers. Yeah, like, yo, we, we meet up every 50 years and like yeah. re-examine this. Re-examine like, what yeah. we wrote 50 years ago and make sure that's still going to work. Right? Yeah, because like it weird? wouldn't have worked 200 years before it was written either. Yeah. Like, why would you write they something for forever for one time period? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think they had to have been smart enough to, to do that. I maybe they, maybe it's in there somewhere that I just don't know about. And I don't know if they were that much looking out for things like this, though. I mean, for all we know, some of them, some of the founding fathers could have been involved <laughs> in this shit we really don't know yeah it's, it's there's very true. so much we don't know i question everything when it comes to history now because the amount of bullshit you uncover when you look deep is unreal it is and this will definitely make you question jfk a little bit more mm -hmm. um so this researcher and author in this cia gov document they have posted says that it was known that jfk was in direct contact with meyer lansky and joe fischetti two other mafia chiefs and that he would benefit from money they passed on to them and this was no surprise because Jack's father had worked with the mafia Jack's entire life, which that's one of the conspiracy theories for the JFK assassination was that it was a mob type hit too, mm -hmm. which could, I still think could be possible, especially if, if like, so one of the main things too, is that the Kennedys have been involved in the drug trade yeah. um, going way back um, mm -hmm. from the very beginning. And they have been, and you know, not only that, but the mafia. So I don't know very curious for sure i mean we could do a whole podcast talking about the kennedys with the mafia that's like a whole nother thing mm -hmm. there because there's there's just so many things they had a major there's definitely a good amount of evidence backing up that they could have been involved even in partnership yeah. with the cia or something for john and then dev, they definitely had motive to take out rfk for sure mm -hmm. just because his you know crunch down on crime and stuff and yeah organized crime so 
Yeah, that's crazy, man. I mean, there's a ton of possibilities. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that this is like a curse, like a magical type of curse? Like literally they messed up a, what was it? A fairy forest in Ireland or a fairy pond or I something? I just can't see fairies being that evil. That they would be like, you <laughs> be know like, what? Fuck you, your family. You We're burned, fairies. You burned my entire village down, but we curse you for eternity. Yeah. You fucking asshole. Yeah. I don't, I have, that's kind of weird, but. I don't know. Is there, I mean, a lot of these things I was thinking about it, a lot of these events, like there's no way a, you know, a greater force could have been involved in everything unless they like made their car crash and made their paint planes crash. And, you know, I don't know some, you want to hear really out there. Theory? Sure. I mean, this, this is the place, man. It's very dark, but it's, it's out there and it's, I don't know. So some <laughs> people say, there's a lot of there's a lot more to this whole satanic connection uh-huh. with the family right um especially the kennedys sure. too and yeah. they're as a part of being in this satanic uh cult or I, don't, I don't even know what to call it but this society you are you know forced to give blood and you're forced to do sacrifices and things like that and some people have actually looked at the dates of all of the kennedy uh, members that have died or have had these events happen to them and when you start to look at the dates, um, there's specific numbers that are associated with uh, the satanic um, group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like 7, 7, 11, 13, or 7, 9, 13. Shouldn't it be like 666 or something? Yeah, you would think, but there's like different mm-hmm. numbers. And again, I mean, I'm just I'm just telling you shit that I've read. Yeah, I'm we don't know anything I, about it. We I don't know that much about it, but yeah, um, they, they looked at it, and you can look at calculations, and you can see how the dates kind of add up to these different satanic numbers. So some people believe that maybe the if the Kennedys were really deep into this, possibly there is some type of like solstice sacrifices happening of members of the family. Wow, that is some shit. Which I don't know. Which again, again we're getting into like yeah. we're not talking about human humans intervening in this. When you're dealing, when you go deep into this and you start looking at what oh, these people okay, are doing, I see what you're being we're talking you're about dark deities that forces. literally that attach themselves to families and attach themselves to that. Their sacrifices being taken care of by like forces greater than human. Correct. I see, I see what you're saying. And that's why they are, ha- they happen in all these sort of like, n- not normal, but normalish ways, human ways to make it versus look- like, you know, interesting. That's so, almost like a curse. So that's technically that could be like what yeah, a curse explaining actually what a is. Curse could be exactly because yeah, demons fucking go. with you over time. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Something like that, maybe. So it's a possibility that they are a family that utilizes the dark forces, dark deities, to keep themselves in power. And it's really a, hard to picture that too, because like they are like the '50s family, like wearing pastel and little oh, hats. I know. Oh, off I know. to Easter they go. Like it's that, so weird to be like, oh why, yeah. That's why people <laughs> laugh at people like us that talk about this because they're like, <laughs> sounds fucking You guys crazy. are so ridiculous. Look at and Don, it might JFK. be like we're He's just talking not, about it. We don't know. Yeah, I don't fucking know, but but it, we know there's something going on. I mean, right? We all are in agreement. Some something's weird here. This doesn't just happen to people, mm-hmm. right? I mean, who has this kind of luck? I feel so lucky in my life that like nothing major. I've never gotten in like a serious accident where I crawled out and barely was alive. Like the shit that these people have been through is unreal. Yeah. And it just made me think of too, like Joe Biden's another one that's had this crazy has, shit happen to him too. Well, But not to this extent. I don't think no. not going back 
like years and years and years and years, no. like multiple generations. No, yeah, he's had like some bad Just things a, happen to him, but yeah. Which, you know, I'm not saying there's any connection there to anything, but, you know, I, there's just yeah, some some people's souls go through different cycles and stuff but yeah i don't know man you know the more you dive into this you know sort of spiritual spirituality and yeah. the occult type stuff and you start looking at yeah. it all this stuff is ancient wisdom in a way i mean it goes it back to the beginning of time to the yeah mystics and people things like that harnessing energy and trying to use it the energies of the universe right it's really Which, interesting stuff. Yeah, there's dark and light and mm -hmm. positive and negative, and you can choose yeah. a path. And there's people that still practice dark magic. There's people that did practice dark magic, and they talk about now how they yeah. no longer are involved in that. It's really interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know enough about it to really. There is a. We definitely um, would. Ah, oh, I would love to get a guest on that like knows some real. This really is really interesting. This, or just, uh, like done it maybe. Yeah, which which the occult encompasses a lot of different things, and there's actually an author, Mitch Horowitz, really really great resource on the occult and the secret society stuff. Mm -hmm. Definitely got to get him on the show because he'd explain all this way better yeah. than I did. <laughs> yeah, and he would actually make it make sense. And, uh -huh. and um, he um, has a lot of interesting things to say. But I found this random clip of a, of actor Christopher Lee, which I'm sure you'll recognize him. He was in Star Wars. He's in a bunch of different movies, Lord of the Rings. Uh, he was Saruman in Lord of the Rings. I'm sure you can remember, but he yep. um, was somebody that looked into um, the occult and dark magic and black magic and this whole thing. And, and this is what he had to say about it. I thought it was super interesting. I have met people who claimed to be Satanists, who claimed to be involved with black magic, who claimed that they not only knew a lot about it, but as I said, I've certainly never been involved and I warn all of you, never, never, never. You will not only lose your mind, you lose your soul. No, I just, I just thought it was interesting that he, he said that, you know, he was asked if he had this big collection yeah. and if he was into it because he had this, you know, you see yeah. somebody that reads all about the occult could be dabbling in it and actually doing things, you know, experimenting with black magic and things like that. And when his warning though is like dead serious, mm -hmm. he's like, you know, you'll not only lose your mind, but you'll lose your soul. And I've and heard so many people say things like that. And like, yeah, so I don't fuck with that shit. And, and that, it's that interests me. Like I'm genuinely interested in learning about the darks mm -hmm. forces, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm absolutely terrified <laughs> to ever, try to yeah, you know do anything actually dabble and summon anything have you even like played a with a ouija board in your life no i i've never even done that that would be probably where i'd start if i would if i were to go down that road and just see i played with one all the time i'm curious though i'm very curious to see that experience because i mean i grew up with all of this being a pff, if a ouija board was ever mentioned in my parents presence they would be like smite you down like god will Ugh. you know smite you down if you go down that road like you know, we had devil's like a, work right there. I was in Rhode Island at a beach house, not the one with you, just a different one, um, with my family's friends. And my mom was like, the kids have nothing to do today. Like, they're stuck in the house and they can't go outside. So let's go get a Ouija board. What? <laughs> yeah. So Does she, she understand what that she is? She and Deb went and got a Ouija board and brought it back to the house. And, like, we did, like, a thing. We, like, went in the dark in, in a room, put on a bunch of candles. You actually and did tried a seance? To do it, me and Deb. You actually did Were a you seance? there? 
Oh, you and I did. Well, yeah, when we were older. The first time I did it though was. In, so you tried to yeah. conduct a seance in like an actual like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was just doing whatever Deb was doing. She's like, spirits? yeah, and like now she's like super religious, so it's kind of weird that she did this back then because now she's like really yeah, Catholic. No, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm sure she's confessed <laughs> that a couple times. And... Yeah, no, she was like, okay, yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure she was moving it because we were like, whoa, this is crazy. And then I did it with my friends camping. I've done it with Janelle. I like had one in our basement. It was always like with all our other junk with our Barbies. There was a Ouija board in there. Right, but the, but it's not like people get the Ouija board out so that they can summon the dark. You know, right, you have to know what you're doing with it. A bunch of kids right. aren't. Necess- it's not just going to open up Pandora's box. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I know, I know. But like people, it can be a a useful tool to mm-hmm. connect with spirits and things like that if you know what you're doing. Yeah, you know, my mom always said that because I think my mom actually had an experience with a Ouija board, and she's really? like, she used to tell me a story where she was—I can't remember if she was with friends or something, or even—I don't even know. It might have been my grandparents. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, your she, grandparents would. She had a yeah. She had. She said she had an experience with it, and that she felt a really dark presence, and that like something evil had made your contact with her, which I mean could have been pot- really true. So ever since that. 100% like completely turned off to it and scared of it and you know saying that it was literally your ticket to hell pretty much like it's how you opened up like the portal to hell and yeah to the devil and stuff so well it's know. definitely can be used for that for sure like it's crazy the stories people have but then there's also just like youtubers fucking playing with them online yeah and, and faking shit and doing yeah i can't stand yeah. fake paranormal youtubers sorry but all right so let's wrap this thing up and just give our final thoughts on do you think the kennedy curse is real yes or no yes but i don't know if it's a curse necessarily i right. don't know something's going on something is happening but yes. you do think something i don't think it's just by external chance. is yes. influencing these events yes I that think. it's not just all coincidence i don't know about this last one though i just want to be really careful i mean th- there's a huge drug epidemic in our country like what over seventy thousand overdoses last year so mm-hmm. she could just be another american struggling with a drug overdose um you know well that's the thing too with all of these events is that there is valid explanations right. for why they happen right but like is there valid explanations for all of them happening the to the same number of family in the yeah. short amount of time i mean it's pretty crazy but we'll go ahead and end it there today hopefully you guys found this episode interesting you know it's a little bit different than normal maybe but i thought it was interesting i think they'll think it's really interesting there's just so much more too. I mean, you could dive in down all the rabbit holes with this one. Maybe we should do an episode on the 13 families kind of yeah. sometime. Kind of do an overview. Would you guys yeah. want to see that? Like a more like Very breakdown of, yeah. Versus cause like the five families, we did it in, I think four videos. Yeah. And I think what would podcast. be helpful too, is if we actually broke down the 13 families and really like painted the picture for people of like, mm-hmm. where did they go? The dots, yeah. What did they mm-hmm. start? What do they still control today? And yeah, like really put, you know, put the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. Let us know guys, if that's something that you would want to see. Definitely. And I'll, and I'll link that article for the CIA gov website. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was my whole thing too. Is, is it real? Why would, you know, yeah. why would they put something real that spills the whole beans about everything on the CIA? The gov? whole beans. But, <laughs> But then again, like if it's fake, why would they just have some fake document up there? I don't know. That's true. It's really weird. It is. But yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast, make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on YouTube and subscribe. Also follow us on iTunes and Spotify as well. We are on all those different platforms, but that is it for us today. We'll be back next week with another Mile Higher episode. Yes, we will. Stay safe. And stay woke, guys.